Welcome back to the show, Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunst, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth at my, at my parish, at St. James Parish here in Duluth. And uh, it's been a good show thus far, and we're going to keep on along with this show. With um, What we do here, at, uh, we try and do often at Real Presence Live, this next segment is one in which we intentionally have conversations and hear stories about the impact of Christ's real presence in the Eucharist. Diane Larson is with us this morning to share how the Eucharist, how Eucharistic adoration has become near and dear to her heart. So, Diane, are, Diane, are you there? I am here, yes. Diane, welcome very much. To, it's great to have you on Real Presence Live. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm married. I'm 31 years married. I'm married to a farmer in um, northern part of Iowa. We have three grown sons. And I have one daughter-in-law, and uh, part-time I'm a dental hygienist by profession. So, when did you uh, when did you first get um, uh, affected by the Eucharist? I, I know that you you do adoration, but when did what moved you to adoration? Um, just in just an emptiness, just a, a a need for just some kind of a. A longing in my heart. It's hard to describe, but just a longing in my heart. I didn't really know, couldn't put a finger on it, but but there was something more. So, so when did you start Adoration? How long ago? I don't know when we started our Adoration Chapel in, here at St. John's in Vermont. And I, um, but I started soon after we started. I started subbing at first, and then I just, it, it was just so wonderful that I kept going after we made it, um, but after I could find a time slot that worked for me. So I've been going for all of five years, if not more. I don't know exactly how long we've had adoration going. One of the things that people, um, Diane, this is Father Ryan Moravitz, one of the things that people oftentimes um, will struggle with, especially when they've never done it before, is to say, well, I've got to go sit for a, a full hour. Like, what am I going to do? And um, did you find it difficult to sit through a, f- a full hour at first? At times, but not not really all that hard. There were, you know, there'd be certainly there were in days when I was distracted and and hard to sit. But other times, um, really, the hour flew by, and it didn't take very long to get to where you know an hour went so fast. And there are times when I, you know, maybe would have subbed for somebody before or after me or had an opportunity to do two hours at a time, and that's just a gift, a true gift, to be able to sit in, in that kind of a time frame presence for me with Christ. How did, the Lord, how did the Lord then continue to work in your heart so that adoration became something, you know, that you deeply desired? So was there anything specific? Was Can you, can you describe that a little bit? Well, when I started going, I would say I was just, just in general more more resentful, um, just anger, you know, I'd be easily angered over, you know, maybe something big, maybe something not so big. And uh, that's probably the biggest thing that I've noticed is that as I keep showing up and keep working on that, that he's just, he just showered me with his grace. He's just showered me with his mercy and, and, and help me work through that, you know, in a good, constructive way, and just just giving me a peace. He's when I'm staring at the Eucharist. I just that that abundant love. 
I just, I, all I feel is love. I just plain feel love and peace. And that's really transformed my heart. It's really changed me from, you know, seeing life on the negative side to seeing joy, to seeing positive, to, to, and looking for the positive in things instead of looking always to what's wrong, but to looking to what's right and giving me more hope. Thanks for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunzlaw with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. We're talking to Diane Larson in regards to Eucharistic adoration and the role that the Eucharist plays in her life and her community life. Uh, Diane, one question I have is like, so you guys, uh, your parish name is St. John Vianney, and you guys have had yeah. perpetual adoration. Is it perpetual adoration there? Almost, all- yes. On the weekends, we have some downtime, but almost perpetual. So, and you've been having that for about five years? I think so, and possibly longer. Could you could you maybe tell me what kind of impact that may have had on the parish itself? Have you observed how the parish is affected by a, a near perpetual adoration? Um, well, we recently we started out in just a small side room on um, to the back of the main sacrament chapel, um, chapel, and we've now moved it to what used to be our smaller chapel for mass so that we would have more room. And continually, I see more and more people coming um, and the time slots being filled. Um, sometimes, in the, you know, in the middle of the night, they're hard to fill, but um, just more and more people coming. Or I used to see, you know, I'd be the only one there for the whole hour now. There's people in and out most of the time. And we use it also for... Um, like our liturgy commissions before parish council meetings, we go to the Adoration Chapel and pray anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes before we ever have any of those meetings. And that's made just a huge impact, I think, on me personally, being involved in those and in the parish as well, in that um, it's, it's helped us become focused on what Christ is calling our parish to do. It's and we've been able to you know, implement some things from that. So it's a real joy knowing that first we pray before we ever get to any of the business part of the parish. Yeah, it, it kind of grounds you as to what you're all about there, right? I mean, that, that's great that you guys would, you know, you have that adoration going on, and before you have parish meetings, to uh, have everybody in that meeting to go and pray, that sh- certainly should set the tone of what we're all about in parish life, I would think. Absolutely, it does. And with our bigger um, chapel, Adoration Chapel, that's allowed us um, to also bring in some of the youth groups, and and they, you know, when they've gone to Steubenville, that's the one thing that we kept hearing was that, you know, that's the part they love the most was Adoration. And so it's allowed our, you know, youth ministry team to also be able to bring that on a consistent basis when they need it in um to work that into their programs as well. And then, you know, in return, we see the kids being involved. We see a number of kids being involved in being Eucharistic ministers at Mass um, and hospitality and music. And I, and it's just a joy to know where that's all stemming from. Um, Diane, so, you know, we talk about the, the impact on the parish, which adoration always has. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's great to hear you say because there's such a consistency across the board when we talk with Catholics and especially young people. They love adoration. Um, 
Well, what about your own family? How has it impacted, you know, your own family, the time that you've spent in adoration? I think probably just the biggest impact is impact is the impact that it's made on me personally, and I'm just more calm as I lead, you know, lead my family, as I care for my family. Um, you know, I, it helps me just in the day to day running my family, and you know, I have college age kids and now beyond, and. Um, you know, starting to see them develop their own faith life, and um, it's really rewarding to see that. So it's helped me just to realize the gifts that I have within my family and to focus on those gifts, again, rather than, you know, coming from a point of negativity. So it's it's helped me to be a, a better wife, a better mom, a better person in general, without a doubt. We just had a, uh, but, uh, a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, we're always works in progress. There's no doubt about it. We just had a um, a listener call in uh, just moments ago, listen to our conversation with you, Diane, and said that uh, that through regular adoration, he has been able to overcome with God's grace habitual sexual sin since 2015. And there's there's no doubt that um, uh, the Eucharist and adoration and just being present to the Eucharist is something that's always going to have a a clear impact on people's lives and uh, to help you get through challenges in life, whether it's challenges with a, an addiction or a type of sin or just challenges in, in uh, you know, sorrows in life. And so the Eucharist is definitely where it's at if we want to, you know, give ourselves some invisible support, as my grandmother always used to say. Yes, very much so. Diane, is there any message you would like to leave with listeners this morning? Just go, just go. Go, go to adoration. You'd be so blessed. I, 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 there's, I mean, I just the days when I'm rushing around and I, I feel like, oh, you know, I'm in the back of my head. It's always Jesus is waiting for me. God's waiting for me. You know, I don't. I, I want to be with Him. I want to be there. And so my, my message would be just go. Be so rewarded that I can't, honestly cannot put it into words. It would be a love and the joy and the peace. Thank you very much, Diane. Thanks for joining us. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks, Diane. Peace be with you. So coming up after the... Thank you, you too. Coming up up after the break, we're going to be hearing from Jim Ennis from Catholic Rural Life, and he's going to be talking to us about... the church and the challenges of the church in the rural communities, which most of our listeners are in. And so that'll be after our break. 